2: 18 plus.
1: Crisis alert. Crisis alert. Two in each week. Let's get through the worst. Gas is starting to leak. Wiggler and Jazz carrying on. Meet up to Passer Green Dale when the showrunner's gone. The
3: that's right everybody it's community building here on post show recaps continuing our nightmare journey through season four <laughs> of community <laughs> today talking about episodes five and six one of which is indeed at long last jessica sterling a thanksgiving episode
0: ding yes. the bell when i say Thera, you say pissed Thera.
3: Pissed.
0: See, you've waited too long.
3: Oh man! <laughs> For the people with
0: with that are listening to this after that have that like gap cut out, it's gonna sound great to them.
3: Because <laughs> in the real time, I was on it. I just wanted to be clear. <laughs> Uh, Well, listen, as we are celebrating a delayed Thanksgiving, I just want to share that I am very, very deeply thankful for our guest today on Community Building. The epitome of family when it comes to Post Show Recaps has been with us from the very beginning. He is responsible for all of the delightful social media surrounding Post Show Recaps. You've been hearing him all season long on the Andor podcast as well, co-host and co-creator of the movie Ladder. Thankful for this man showing up as a seven-layer fits It's Brendan
2: Fitzpatrick. Airhorn yes. Thanksgiving episode. I'm so happy to be here, Josh and Jess. Like it's like I've finally been invited to like the family Thanksgiving dinner with these people that i've been friends with for a really long time and i just don't want to screw it up like i don't want to do anything embarrassing as long as I don't you wanna, bring
0: like, the stovetop stuffing and the cranberry what? sauce in a can you're golden get, get yeah. out
2: get out get out on both of those things brendan can i
3: ask you a question uh what do you do with day old donuts
2: you know you, you dip them in some hot coffee so that it softens up but then you pop them in your mouth and they're quite tasty
3: Great. Yeah. Uh, Brendan, do you have any interest in being the new co-host of the Community <laughs> Building Podcast?
2: <laughs> Only if I get fresh uh, day-old ol- day fresh donuts to my door every day. <laughs> I think day. we can
3: find a place in the Postal Recap budget <laughs> for day-old donuts. day-old day donuts. Day
2: old to my donut. Donut.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Brendan, we're thrilled to have you here even if the episodes of Community we're talking about right now in season four are not the best episodes of Community we have ever had. Uh, but I believe You correct me if I'm wrong. Your journey through community is the same as mine. Yes? Like, you are
2: not a lifelong community guy. I am not a lifelong community guy. Like, the Thursday night NBC block for me, I was always into, like, three quarters of that block. Like, The Office and Parks and Rec Mm -hmm. and 30 Rock. All all shows I loved. But for some reason, when community was airing, I never could get into that show, except for very specific episodes. Like... I I remember being shown the um, paintball episodes for the first time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this was after I had already been watching Lost, so I instantly fell in love with those episodes. Or like I had seen the one with the debate where they're like yes. by the yeah yeah I'd seen the debate episode like they're very specific episodes I'd seen before, and then of course I love a good gif, and Community has so many great gifs. Many yeah. So I've been in like culturally aware of community for a really long time but super casual about it like and then when y'all decided to start this project I was like you know what I'm just gonna go along for the ride and Jess will attest to this that I've been very casual about my watch along as Mm -hmm. well because I think maybe every Every season, I maybe submit two or three scores at most. It is always Uh funny when I get a score from (laughs) you because
0: there's like blank spaces for a while and then it's like, bloop.
2: (laughs) Right, but then it usually means that I really, really loved the episode or really, really hated it. And so everything else, I'm just sort of like, I'm enjoying this. It's fun to hang out with my friends, Josh and Jess every week and whatever guests there are. And there are characters that I'm up and down on. There are characters I absolutely hate and there are characters I absolutely love. And I I think that these two episodes have a great mix of things that I like about community that work and things that are absolutely the reason that I wish I'd never started watching Community, yeah. Yeah. you know, unfortunately. I, unfortunately. I I agree. I think, you
3: know, it. it was funny, Jess, I was watching the much-awaited, long-anticipated mm-hmm. Thanksgiving episode of mm-hmm. Community. As you outlined last week on the podcast, it's been a recurring joke for a long time, or at least it had been a recurring joke that I would think that every next episode of community would be a Thanksgiving episode. Mm-hmm. We finally have that Thanksgiving episode. And it, you know, it wasn't the best episode of community. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, was it like in the conversation for like, this is a really good episode of community for me. No. Um, was it, was it bad? No, it wasn't either. It was like, it was totally fine. And in fact, in many areas, it was like pretty pleasant. And some of the characters I really enjoyed. And I, you know, maybe it's uh, I I don't know if it's a hot take or not. Like I felt, Happy for Jeff to finally get mm-hmm. a chance to like have that confrontation. Like, that was, yeah. that was good stuff. And then, uh, maybe even a, a little bit of a hot take, but probably expected certainly by Jess at this point that I'm getting into advanced documentary filmmaking, which I have been warned ahead of time mm-hmm. is like one of the biggest pieces of trash episodes of Community Ever. And very quickly, it is clear that this is a Changnesia episode. Mm-hmm. And so I'm now leaning in. And I'm like rubbing my hands together and I'm like, great. Another thing to be thankful for this holiday season. It's a Chang episode. And so I was very excited and very pleased to be getting into it. And then some shit goes down yeah. in advanced documentary filmmaking that I wanted to puke over. I was pissed about that ending of advanced documentary filmmaking, a huge, huge, huge step down from how I was feeling through some of the rest of the Mm. episode, but a real emphasis on some of the rest of the episode. Cause Mm -hmm. at best it was going to be a mid episode for me. Mm. It ends up being one of my least favorite episodes of community. So I have found Jess Sterling finally, and it's through a Chang focused episode my current by far decisive bottom here in season four.
0: Welcome to the dark side. Uh-huh. Didn't like that. Yeah. But I've um, been loving
3: uh, talking about season four. It's been a real blast. A total pleasure. Yeah. To like I think,
0: that. right, this, I think the, this combo of episodes kind of features, like, in my opinion, some of the best of season four and some of the worst of mm-hmm. season four. And okay. this is like very strongly how I feel about like this Thanksgiving episode where. It feels more community than any of the other episodes have felt so far. And yet it's still like not quite right. It's not quite there. Some of that is behind the scenes stuff, which I'll get into as to like um like why it keeps me from like really, really liking it um but yeah it's it feels a lot of these characters feel more themselves this episode which is why i i tend to like find it uh, i'm with you josh it feels like it's it's okay it's a decent episode mm-hmm. it's not great but it's like it's passable, passable it's for sure.
3: yep uh-huh.
0: um whereas chinesia is like there's like one thing i like about the chinesia episode and beyond that i'm like very much out on it and it's and it's it's brought down by so many factors. Again, it is like a heavy Chang episode for one. So for me, of course, that's going to be not so great. But the Pierce stuff is truly awful.
3: Yeah, so let me just be uh, upfront about this. I, uh, I am going to break protocol on the meow meow beans this week and i am going to destroy pierce um it it is beyond unfunny at this point Mm -hmm. that what what happens with pierce in the changnesia episode is garbage is trash and he's been a trash character for so much of the show we are like beyond the pale at this point for me. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna smash the meow meow beans over Pierce's face when we get the chance to do that. Yeah, um, that was a real detractor for me. It's funny though because I I like to come on here and uh, and like yeah. Wiggler loves Chang is a good meme, right? When it comes mm-hmm. to community building. But the real truth is he cracks me up a lot. And it's always uh, in no small part thanks to Ken Jong, who I think is yes. really underrated as a comedian and as somebody who has some mastery over making you loathe Chang. I think he's very mm-hmm. talented in that regard. And in this episode, for a lot of it, for much of it, maybe even for most of it for me, He's doing that stuff. He's like his commitment to Kevin is really, really fun. Uh, I think that he's embodying the character in a way that is like comedically um, uh, excellent and uh, like actually really talented. And then they just go for, uh, you know, the, like the lowest possible bar answer to what they're doing with the Kevin stuff. And I obviously don't even really know ultimately where it's going, Brendan, but I was mm-hmm. so bummed out and let down by that ending that it was already going to be trending pretty far down with the pure stuff. And the the final scene just uh, killed this episode for me.
2: Yeah, I couldn't have said it, said either of those points better myself. I mean, I, I also tend to kind of find Chegg funny a lot of the time. And then was really enjoying him throughout this episode, mostly because. I was like one of the Greendale students. Like, Oh, we love Kevin. It was like, I know this is probably a bit, but it's really, really funny that he's able to manipulate these people like this. If it is a bit. And then they just go about exposing the bit the like in the worst way, like in the worst way possible to expose it as a bit. Like, Come on, man. What are we, what are we even doing, Jess, like, What is the opposite? This early of in the season. this bit. early in the season. Is
3: yeah. it uh, no bit? You slap.
0: Uh, yeah, you, you unbit. Yeah,
2: you unbit. You, yeah, you bite. You bite. You staked.
3: Yeah, you stank. <laughs> I think uh, these are all worthy contenders right now. So we'll get into both of these episodes. We'll do uh, the quick caps Mm. for both of these episodes. We'll get into some feedback that we have from all of you. We'll do our meow meows. We'll do the Dean's List. We'll do the cool, cool, cools. We'll do Streets Ahead, Streets Behind. We'll do the whole thing, and we are doing it live. For the patrons of Post Show Recaps, you can become one. Patreon.com slash Post Show Recaps. Watch episodes of Community Building live As we record, we have some uh, first-time long times here watching along with us. Shouts to Leah, to Will Davis. Riley is here. Really excited to see a bunch of new faces here as we are recording live. If you want to be a part of that, patreon.com slash post show recaps. You also get early access to community building. That sounds fun to you. and You know what sounds fun to me, Jess Sterling, is to talk about cooperative escapism and familial relations.
0: Yeah, the episode that uh, the Thanksgiving episode that aired in March,
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: which is kind of funny because we're actually talking about it around Thanksgiving. Like, how was everyone
3: Thanksgiving? Out. Y'all, do you have a good one? Was it OK? At least my
0: dad tried to make real stuffing and he was uh-huh. like, I have stovetop. If you don't like it, he spent all this time making stuffing. And I was like. It's almost as good as stuff. <laughs> yeah. It was almost there. Everything yeah. else is very good. But I was yeah. like, I don't understand why you're trying to improve perfection. Brendan, you know? how
2: was your Thanksgiving?
0: It was really
2: good. I, I went to a giving and I hung out with some family afterwards. And then I went to visit my sister in Pittsburgh. And I came back with a little bit of cold, which if I sound ah. different, that's why. If I'm sniffling, I apologize. Colds are I'm back. Like, yeah. through it. Yeah, colds are back. COVID, COVID's. Not over, but colds no, are also back. But
3: colds are back yeah, too. Colds sucks. are back
2: too. Mm-hmm. So, you colds know, being um, back, I'm kind of like, all right, back yeah, into my hole this? Yeah. <laughs> so you know,
3: uh, that's sort of how I feel. Um, but
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, I did not consume any seven layer dip, but the homemade stuffing and homemade cranberry sauce were fantastic.
3: Yeah, great. Cool. Well, I'm glad that both of your Thanksgivings went well, and that neither of you asked me how mine was. Let's recap the
0: episode of <laughs> community. <laughs> let's dive in uh everyone's discussing their plans for thanksgiving shirley invites them all over to her house and jeff says he has plans yes uh the dean comes in and he invites them to Thanksgiving potluck dinner um because they have some really like bad things happen people get depressed around the holidays Mm. and then he spills the beans on jeff's plans with his father and britta could not be more braggy sure hold on can we can I don't want to
3: yada yada. Pass the exactly. dean is yes. is he's reading Jeff's emails at this point. He's yeah. listening through the wall. I'm not finding this funny. I'm gonna baggle Dean this but, week. But, I gotta tell you, I'm done with this. This I'm done with this.
2: I don't like he it. Is, he is dressed as Jeff from the paintball episodes. Cute. It's cute. It's yeah, cute. It's cute. And so I laugh at first, and then you're right. It goes yeah, down no. after the season yeah, four. Out. They
0: but, did. They did Dean dirty. They. Uh, you know. I I'm just don't think it. this isn't like. I think Dean, he really crosses a line in season four that like, he's really bumped up against up until now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like, I'm blaming the season four. It people is. Obviously. It, it, it's, it's
3: obviously fair. the season four people's fault. Yeah. hundred yeah. yeah. percent. It's just not very funny. And it's like, this is a, this is a like, but, 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 but we've, we've got all this history. Dean is obsessed with Jeff. Why aren't you? Cause you're taking it too far. Okay. It's, too far. it's, it's just too far. It's mm-hmm. not funny. It's not charming. Uh, it's bad, it's mm. outright bad. Uh, don't like it, not laughing, no hearty, har, hars from me. <laughs> I
0: haven't heard a hearty, har, har in a long
3: time, <laughs> yeah, because we're in season four, Jess.
0: <laughs> so, Brit is really excited. She breaks out a boombox. when I say Thera, you say "Piss Thera, Peace. Peace. it's yeah, so good, yeah. Uh, and Brit, Brit is like,
3: great. I, I enjoy Brit a lot in this episode.
2: This is one of the best Brit episodes in recent memory. She's I love everything she's doing throughout this episode. And she it, feels bleeds over. Yeah. Yeah. it bleeds over into the next episode really nicely. And I wish she had had more to do in the next one, but I love everything she's doing in this episode. It's fantastic.
0: Yeah. So yeah. she's like trying to tell Jeff, I'll be there for you. Like you're going to need me. Uh, Troy, uh, mm-hmm. Troy's disappointed that there are yams underneath the marshmallows at Thanksgiving um, because he generally doesn't celebrate it.
3: <laughs> yeah. How do you Ooh. both feel about the, the marshmallow covered yam?
0: I don't love- do a yam.
2: Loved them when I was a kid, but as an adult, you're kind of like, meh. Uh, nah. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Um, you ever have a sweet potato pie?
2: I don't like sweet
0: potatoes, just generally. Like gross.
3: I've eaten them in fry form, pie. and
0: they're like okay.
3: Yeah, try a sweet <laughs> potato pie sometime. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Post show recaps brought to you by sweet potato pie. <laughs>
2: with or without how do i feel oh Lee-
3: in the chat uh live on uh again you can get live <laughs> feedback here uh leah being the only kind person in the room yeah asking how <laughs> i feel about something
0: yeah
3: i feel great about sweet potato pie thank you for asking
0: uh Thanks jeff said his father's for thanksgiving Uh his vanity plate is winging it you know um, Britta shows up. So Jeff is forced to go there because Brita has beaten him there. And I really love the line. You really you'd this one.
3: <laughs> you really you'd this one is a very good line. Uh mm-hmm. very, very good.
0: Yeah. Uh we meet Jeff's dad, who is James Brolin. Yes.
3: Mm-hmm. So we've Here's got the thing. we've got James Brolin and Adam Devine uh in the house this week. So two major casting coups. Two, and two already
2: major people.
3: Yeah, I'm already, uh, Brendan, I feel like in watching this episode, when when the two of them are on screen, mm-hmm. I'm already, like, mostly enjoying the episode at this point. Like, not in, like, a, yeah, community, best right. it's ever been, but definitely, like, it's fun. I'm hanging out with the characters. It's a Thanksgiving episode. I'm feeling charitable. Things are good. The two of them show up, and I'm in the mindset of, Y'all really are going to have to screw this one up for me to not at least like this episode.
2: Mm, for sure. I agree. I mean, I, I, I'm i familiar with both of these people, with uh, James Brolin and with uh, Adam Devine. Uh, it was really nice to see both of them. Although there was part of me that was like a little disappointed that James Brolin's son wasn't played by Josh Brolin uh-huh. just because it would have been a wonderful, wonderful joke. Yeah, especially if he was playing the loser brother to Joel McHale. Yes, um, could have been really, really funny, but I absolutely love Adam Devine in this role uh, as Willie Junior. He's he's really great on Um, Righteous Gemstones as the youngest kid, uh, Kelvin Gemstone. Yes, so that's mostly where I know him from. And then what's his, What's Kelvin's friend's name again? Oh, uh, Keeve. Yes, Keith. Yeah, <laughs> yes, Keith? Keith. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
3: yeah. Uh, I've uh, crushed the rush, Ro- uh, Righteous Gemstones uh, good, early last year. Yeah, uh, and I look yeah. forward to a season three greatly. Uh, so I always love seeing Adam Devine in anything. I do wish that, uh, somehow, some way. James Brolin's real life wife Barbara Streisand was able to make an appearance. Oh, that
2: could have been incredible. Yeah.
3: Um, hopefully, that's coming down the pike, Jess, and you're not allowed to say anything.
2: Yeah, just
3: great. holding it back. Okay, <laughs> cool.
0: Um, but I will say, um, Dan Harmon had other plans for Jeff's oh, no. dad. Okay. And he had wanted Bill Murray oh, to play James' dad.
2: I can see or Jeff's
0: dad. So again, that's one of the reasons it's a bit tough. Is like yes, it's a serviceable storyline for Jeff to meet his dad and all of that. And they had to do it after the way they ended season three. I'm not like saying the writers shouldn't have done it. It's more of like a, this was Dan Harmon's baby. And it kind of sucks that he didn't get to do this, this moment and this Mm -hmm. reveal and get, you know, I don't know. I don't know if he had had a conversation with Bill Murray, but like that could have been really fun. Yeah. Um, So that kind of stinks like that. That James Brolin doesn't do a good job. Like he does. Mm -hmm. It's just like a what-if scenario. The what-if what yeah. is,
3: is fun to consider. Uh, I Again, I think that this is one of the things where, like, the people who are making the show, know ha- show now have to make the show. Uh, yes. And so within that, like, you can't do everything that Dan Harmon was going to do because you're not Dan Harmon. It's just exactly.
0: Fact. So it's just tough for, like, the people who were, like, really big fans who always are, like, wondering, like, that. what it could have been. I,
3: I I get that. I think for me... Given um given that and given that the creators of the show are no longer responsible for the show and different mm-hmm. showrunners are in place right now, the things that the showrunners of season four Brita uh wasn't this one for me. Yeah. You know, for, yeah. for me, like James Brolin is very charming in the role. Uh Adam Devine is very funny as like an alternate uh version of where Jeff's life could have gone. Mm-hmm. Uh so like I, I don't have that major issue personally. But I definitely understand that from the people who are, like, deeply embedded and invested at this point in community that, like, man, this would have been much better if at the very least, even if they couldn't get Bill Murray, they could have at least gotten Dan Harmon's, like, true wishes of how this storyline could play yeah. out. But he's been fired at this point. No, yeah, you know? he's gone he and they're, they're they dealing have to, with it. They have to go down this, down, down this road. They can't, like it's not on the, the showrunners of Community to, like, save this for right. when they course, get fired it, and Dan Harmon exactly. comes back. You well, know? And it, exactly. at this
0: point, right, like, they set it up at the end of season three, right. and they gotta, they're gotta they gonna have to do something with it because, again, Community was always on the verge of cancellation, so, like, they want to mm. at least finish the storyline. So, again, I understand all of that. It's just very tough, but, like, it is funny. We get Willie Jr., who's played, like you said, by Adam Devine, and he's, like, he's very, um he's very upset That Jeff is here. He feels like he's being replaced. He's very sensitive. Mr. Helper guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he he has these terrible insults. Britta's there to try to calm everyone down. Meanwhile, Jeff and his dad are having very, like, what I call, like, surface convo, right? Like, it's nothing too deep. They're like, okay, guidelines. You know, we have to have boundaries. We can't talk about certain things. Um, And Britta, meanwhile, is doing role play with (laughs) Willie Jr. Uh, Let's do some, use these dinner rolls. Um, and it's it's
2: so funny. Brendan, He's where
3: like... is the cranberry sauce that I like in uh, episode with the it, It's rolls one stuff. of those
2: lean deals. Got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, this is uh, this is really working for me. Uh, this half of the episode a lot more than the second half. of Shirley's does, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, because I've been to this sort of family function before, maybe not a Thanksgiving dinner, but where you're like meeting an estranged family member for the mm. first time or being in between two estranged family members, like trying to figure out how to get them to all get along. Yeah. And it's really awkward. And the, the conversations stink and it, nobody ends up going away happy. Everybody goes away mad. Yeah. And that's sort of like it, I, this could have hit in a way where I was like immediately turned off by it. And instead, like I was sort of delighted by it because I thought that they did a really good job of the sitcom version of what this is. So I thought they, yeah, I I really enjoyed this half of the story.
3: It was, you know, it was like, it was, I think you're the sitcom version of what this is. Like, it's pretty basic, right? Like Mm -hmm. it's a base hit. I, I understand like the perspective, like this is a big deal. This should be like out of the park. Um, but it is like we're solidly on base with the uh, with the Jeff right. and his dad storyline as far as I'm concerned.
0: Yeah. And yeah. so like uh, his dad tries to say, well, because his dad obviously does not connect with Willie Jr. very much. Mm. And he's <laughs> just like, he's just like, you know what? Maybe I did a good job at like, you know, maybe not being I, around. Maybe, maybe yeah. I better did off. the
2: right thing by leaving you with your mom and not being a part of your life because look how you turned out. And it's yeah. like, oh, it's awful. It's brutal. Yeah. It's brutal for Jeff. It's just brutal.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. really awful to hear. And also, yeah. like, he keeps telling Willie to, like, swallow his feelings like a normal guy. Mm-hmm. And we find out that the reason that Jeff's dad stuck around for Willie is because he got, quote unquote, stuck. Willie's mom died and mm-hmm. his dad got stuck raising him. And uh, and he's like, oh, well, I must have done something right. And Jeff stops him. He's like, you got to go to hell. And yeah. so he leaves the house because he's so upset. Meanwhile, Britta is trying to show me so on the Willie. dinner roll where
3: daddy hurt you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and Willie ends up sneaking into Jeff's car. Um mm. and he wants to be like Jeff. He says, like, "I I want to be
2: jet inside with muscles on top, not emotional and flabby."
3: Dude, hard to <laughs> <Can> relate.
2: <laughs> Honestly, um, not yeah. too far from his uh, character, and like, just gemstones.
3: Not him. not too far from his character and basically <laughs> anything he's in. Yeah, yeah he's
2: yeah. he's a lot like
0: this in a lot of his <laughs> uh, yes. his appearances. Yes. And so Jeff is like realizes, like you know what? I need to tell my dad how I really feel. So he turns the car around. He tells his dad, "I'm not well adjusted. I'm barely hanging on. Mm. I'm constantly texting." there's no one on the other end and he tells this really awful story I did I did like this story I feel like it fits the character of Jeff a lot and it this Mm. is one of the things that actually really works well for me is he talks about in seventh grade he told everyone he had appendicitis because he wanted someone to take care of him he wanted like it to, to appear like people care about him, but someone was like, Oh, show me the scar. And so, so he, he made took the his,
3: scar, he
0: made a scar on his own body. He got 17 cards and he still keeps them to this day because it shows people actually care about him. Mm. Love this moment for Jeff. I feel like it fits the character very, very well. Um, it was like, it was, it was pretty, dark. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. brutal. It's, you know, it's
2: that vanity, like that, but that emotional scarring that like people go through as well as physical scarring when they're like that emotionally hurt.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like it's a pretty like serious bit of business in, Mm -hmm. in this episode. And I think, uh, I think Joel McHale does such a good job of playing that moment for Jeff. And I think that this continues this conversation we've been having across the season. Jess, is that so much for me, the success of community for me specifically is not about Dan Harmon and it's about the cast and it's about the mm. cast mastery over their roles that even when they're being written poorly or mediocrely or just fine um, that they can, they can really elevate the material. And I thought that this was a moment where like the material was, was like good enough. And I think Joel McHale brought it up a bunch of notches for sure.
0: Yeah, He elevates it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And of course we have his dad faking a heart attack, pulling a pierce. <laughs> <Right. laughs>
2: classic story. Uh, yeah. So Jeff He's Weed. like, I had to try. Yeah. This.
0: So <laughs> ridiculous, and so um, he leaves with Britta, and he, he ends up thanking her for like pushing him that, to do this.
3: I thought that this was sweet, and I actually I mm. liked like the acknowledgement of the history that they have between each other. Where he's like, yeah. I'm sure that you just want to like sleep with me right now, and Britta's like, Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, like I yeah. thought I thought that that was cute, and like it felt like um you know like an actual reflection of like their current like the current state of their friendship at this point. Um, yeah. I like the I liked the chemistry between the two of them a lot as friends in this episode. It'd been a minute since I'd felt that way about Jeff and Britta together
0: yeah mm. and I love Willie climbing in the car to hug Jeff as they yes
3: <laughs> very good
0: <laughs> like I got a brother mm-hmm. um Willie's like over the top but I, I I know some it's not for everybody like that type of humor it really got me because I thought that, like, it balanced out the, like, very emotional, heavy stuff that's going on. I For thought sure. it balanced it out very well and gave Britta something to do um, with her role playing and her, like, this is her dream. Yeah. This is her dream to be in this scenario where, like, everyone needs her and she has someone who's actually emoting and telling her his feelings. Like, this is exactly what she wants. Yeah. Um
2: I I don't know if we do, but I do want to see, see that character again of Willie Jr. I don't I don't know if we will in a future episode, but I kinda hope we do because I think yeah. he's great. Yeah.
3: Dan Harmon's gonna come back, he's just gonna kill Jeff's entire family.
2: Uh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's my prediction. Where this is it gonna
0: uh. go? So, meanwhile, uh, with the other group, Shirley invites everyone over uh, to her house. Andre's family is over, and he has to work because, obviously, Black Friday is the next day, and mm-hmm. it's a big deal for his stereo store, but... Um, Shirley wearing the he is risen apron with the rolls on it. So good. Pretty oh,
3: good. Pretty That's good. That. Uh, Shirley's father-in-law just like looking at everybody and just farting and going away. <laughs> I don't know why, but I thought that was great. <laughs> I actually do know why it's because it may or may not be similar to some things that happened during my Thanksgiving that you didn't ask <laughs> about. Uh, but yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so uh, Abed brought two years old seven layered dip Fitzy
2: it's been in the refrigerator for 2 years which means it's extra moldy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it is so gross. Yeah. Yeah. So You're disgusting. Moldy. Absolutely <laughs> atrocious. Uh, and he's like so proud of it too. Yeah. Um but the crew is like hates this. Like her family's making them uncomfortable and they keep hiding out in her garage because there's just too much tension. Pierce is being racist. What else is new? Shirley comes in and she notices they're all hiding. (laughs) You might be giving the impression that you prefer the cold garage instead of the warm heart
2: of my hospitality. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, so let's get into this. Here's my problem with this episode, Jess, is that I too prefer the warm hospitality of Shirley. Let me go into that room with Shirley. Uh, Ah, so you're upset we didn't get to
0: see her and her family like interacting more.
2: Yeah. Yeah, show me a Thanksgiving dinner in the Thanksgiving episode stop cutting away and only caring about the people in the garage
3: yeah i think i think that that's a they i think that's really, a fair fair they complaint they really
2: screw they really screw shirley in this episode and it's upsetting because it's it's a pattern on this show yeah that just is exasperated in what should be a showcase episode for shirley and it's yeah. just not they you know what the thing what, is yeah.
0: is they should give Shirley more content in this episode because it is like, it's a Thanksgiving Mm. episode that she's hosting. Yeah, I do think she makes the most of the moments that she does get. What
3: I was going to say is that this is another instance for me where Yvette Nicole Brown is so good that some Mm. of like the the bright and bubbly Shirley-isms when she comes back and she finally like puts together like you're all just like trying to get sick to be out. If you're like, I get it. Like she has like this moment that's just so human. The veneer Mm -hmm. is dropped. Like any of that facade is gone Mm -hmm. and it's just Shirley and it's it's all on the back of event Nicole Brown and it is such a sweet moment and like such a human moment for the character that that was not the writing for me that was the performance for sure and mm-hmm. so she again is another actor on this show is like no I know my character and this is how she is right now and that is saving season 4 as much as anything can right now mm-hmm. for me uh I totally agree with you Brendan that we should be doing more with Shirley in this episode what we do get from her is because of the person who plays Shirley and is uh, just, like, mm-hmm. tremendously great yep. at it. Yeah, Absolutely. Yep.
0: And so the re- I, I think the main reason we don't get more Shirley, though, is because the show wants to do a Shawshank thing. It yeah. wants to do the Shawshank thing, and that's an Abed thing that is not a Shirley thing. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, we're getting the Abed voiceover. He wants to tunnel out of the house. Like, Pierce is going to pretend to have a stroke. Shirley brings in deviled eggs. Delicious. Love a deviled egg. Um like and Annie, Annie's out is that she's gonna pretend to have her period and just event Nicole Brown with the Do you have your monthly shame?
3: Yeah, and the way she <laughs> says it, yeah,
0: like I, I, we know these people. We all know people that will say it. Like, do you? Have- <laughs> like we all know those people, and so Annie's like, oh, "I got to go home and call my doctor." But Shirley's sister-in-law is an <laughs> OBGYN. and, I'll <be> again. <laughs> and yeah, so like, right here, this is yeah. very much. I've seen Shawshank. I watched Shawshank within the past like year or two. Good for you,
3: Jess, you got one. Good I did it. Yes. I
0: nailed it. Loved it. By yes. the way, riveted the entire time because I was like totally unspoiled on it. Nice. and um, and I love the moment because they play the music where like she slowly yeah. gets taken away.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm uh, yeah there's a, there's this. some decent Shawshank isms in this episode it's not it's definitely not the worst uh execution of a concept that we've seen in mm-hmm. season four and certainly with episode six on the other side of us talking through this one like it gets worse um but it's also extraordinarily mid you know mm. yeah totally yeah. fine at best average. and so once again like
2: average community
3: Yeah, once again, like, something that should be, like, you should be able to, like, really do well with Abed here is just fine is almost because it's just fine for, like, the fifth episode in a row. At best, it's just fine. It's bad. Mm. Sort of how I feel.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and it's a bummer because, like, this should be such a great episode centered around Thanksgiving, and instead they, like, try to do the Abed thing, and it just doesn't fit with what people want from an episode like this i think or at least what i didn't as a casual community fan i wanted an actual holiday episode like like we get with christmas or halloween give me the actual thanksgiving where all these people are having to awkwardly navigate shirley's family not where they're stuck in a garage doing an abed plot yeah mm-hmm. you know what i yeah. mean yeah
0: So, um, so right. So Annie leaves. uh, Then Abed is known as the guy who could get them things. So he has a piece (laughs) of gum and a hollowed out book. Um, (laughs) Shirley is the warden. Uh, Pierce loses it. He goes out to injure himself, but instead they all loved it. And so he's just like, no, these are my people. They're loving what I'm doing. (laughs) And so they decide that we have to get not fake sick, but real sick. And so they see the seven layer dip and Shirley comes in just as they're about to eat it. And she apologizes. She's like, "Listen, like I brought you here as a buffer. Like I'm the butt of the joke with Andre's family. I thought it would be like okay if you were here. And but everyone, like Annie, like, us apologizes because she's like, I can't believe we didn't notice you were having like such a tough time. And so Abed decides it's instead of Shawshank, it's going to be Prison Break." And he draws um, the map of her house on his stomach.
3: Which should be, like, an immediate into my heart. And I guess I will say, at least, like, once he said prison break, they did do, like, some bo- version of, like, the body mm-hmm. tattoo, which was fun. <laughs> um, but, man, don't, don't tempt me with a prison break episode and then don't go all the way to the Schofield situation. That's what I need. I need to see the full crew. You can't mm-hmm. just pretend, like, you're going to do a prison break episode and then you have five seconds of prison break.
2: I did think it was really funny when Shirley's like, you don't think I know what my house looks like?
3: Yeah, that's it's a good moment.
0: I told you. Surely,
3: yeah. <laughs> like uh like uh you know uh, uh for for all of the screen time she does get, uh it's mm-hmm. all it's all pretty good.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And she tells them like I'm not going to leave like this is my family for better or for worse. This is them. Uh you can leave and I'll, I'll be fine. No, nah, they'll stick uh, around. And mm-hmm. then her her family comes in cuz they want to get away from Pierce, which of sounds course. about right. Yeah. Um, and so then at the end of the day, uh, Jeff makes a little Thanksgiving meal for them in the study hall, um, for the whole group. And Abed just has this voiceover about wanting to do die hard in a restaurant for Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh, then the final scene, the post credits, uh, Shirley is going to see, uh, the, uh, the Andy do framing of her wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's the, the Shirley sandwiches poster is covering it up. Uh, cute not hot for me but it's yeah. not a fail so it's a head because this is a yeah. binary
2: yeah it's in
0: yeah. yeah especially because she's humming daybreak you know you're gonna that sing daybreak you you're gonna yeah. you're gonna yeah. tickle my fancy a little bit so oh my
3: gosh sure that <laughs> makes sense i get that and i but i also think it's a little bit of like gosh we're starved for anything huh that's yeah,
0: that's the thing sure. yeah.
3: yeah
2: yeah and it's a rita that. hayworth uh a sized version of shirley so that helps too, which gives it that Shawshank connection.
0: Yep. And mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really great.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring:
2: a laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
1: Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land slots, you can
0: get lucky just about anywhere.
1: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. pg group. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. plus.
0: But yeah, on to advanced documentary filmmaking, um where oh, it's Changnesia. Um film by <laughs> Abed. Janisha. It's a documentary. So Chang is being interviewed and they all have these like lower I just have to
3: reset that I was so ready to love it. I yeah. really was. I really sure was. You were. I'm like let's do this. Let's go, let's go with the full Changnesia episode. Uh,
2: Especially brought to you by the MacGuffin Institute. Yeah. (laughs) Like, like, oh my god. There's some stuff in
3: here that's not horrible uh, right off the top, Mm -hmm. but it it is, like, very quickly, like, because you even enter this episode being like, all right, been here, done that, we've done a documentary episode, but if you can do it well, then I'm not going to be terribly mad that it's unoriginal. But it's clearly like, very quickly, just like, unoriginal and not that funny and mm-hmm. then starts to commit some other sins of being like things other than unfunny mm-hmm. uh so yeah
0: yeah let's go through it quick yeah so uh <laughs> kevin is a recovering chinesiac he thinks he's 15 years old uh, it's resistant to medicine the dean gets interviewed he's a denologist. Um, and I love the list that Dean goes through. He became a disgraced student, psychopathic music major, homeless vent dweller, security guard, guitarist, power hungry warlord, and now Kevin.
3: yeah I um, like the I like the talking head with Britta. The lower third basically a therapist yeah. is kind of fun
2: with the glasses yeah. and everything it's yeah. really funny
0: Anytime yeah. Britta has glasses, she is feeling herself.
2: Mm-hmm. She thinks
0: Chang was Kevin and went crazy and became Chang yes. I mean, uh, so now they need a $40,000 grant so they could fight chainesia. And that's why they're making the documentary. Uh, and Abed says, you know what though? I'm going to explore all sides of this issue. And he interviews Jeff who says, you've got to be effing kidding me.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he And I was it. very
0: in on Jeff this episode. Cause I was mm-hmm. like, yes, Jeff, I feel you. I feel you. It's,
3: it's so funny, Jess, because I was all the way out on on jeff in this episode for so much of it Mm. for so much of it especially like once they bring uh chang's wife back and he's just like grabbing her and making Mm. out with her it's like this is awful like this is just so stupid and kevin like clearly they're committing to this idea that chang is kevin and it'll revert back at some point later in the season they'll find Mm. some way i was giving it so much room to drop to drop the ball in this episode, and ultimately, even though I find Jeff to be deplorable through so much of this episode, dude was right.
2: He was right, yeah. dude he, was was right. right. he was right, he was right, he was he right was the right. whole time.
3: He was right, uh, some of this so, stuff was still very bad, but yeah. ultimately, he got it right.
0: I do like the running bit about the history of ice cream for better or for worse. He's like, they had another heart attack, we need like one more
3: spot, and we're all in <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> Yeah. Um,
0: But it turns out the entire group, minus Jeff, has agreed to help with the grant to cure Changnesia. Annie is smitten immediately. She's like, he's so sweet. Everything is new to him. All
3: the microscope stuff. She's like,
0: wow, it's getting smaller.
3: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> really um, funny. And Shirley, so Jeff goes to Shirley because he knows that she'll know what's up. And she's like, listen, Chang is Chang. Kevin is a choice. But she hired <laughs> him. Uh, and he says, welcome to Shirley's Sandwiches, where the sandwiches are Kevinly.
3: I liked that. I thought yeah. that was funny. So far, no misses from my guy. Mm.
0: Shirley says he's a hard worker. Everyone deserves a second chance. So She goes on this whole speech about, she gives him like a banger speech of like, what if no one had given you a second chance? Yeah, you're a sleazy
3: lawyer. Like She says like the, the whole scene is just like, you know, really dialogue soaked so that in a couple of scenes from now, Chang can just uh, parrot it back verbatim. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, but he says in an interview, he says, I'm going to expose Chang in front of the whole school. Uh, Garrett is cameraman. That's <laughs> showbiz. Oh my God. He has like <laughs> the, the, awesome.
3: the steady cam.
0: Yeah. So good. It's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. yeah.
3: Garrett, Garrett uh, a bright spot in this episode for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: The, the physical comedy of him not being able to like hold up the cameras really had pretty me dying. Good.
3: Yeah. Pretty good. <laughs>
0: Uh, so Jeff sends uh, the group out on assignments, Troy and Annie, one of the bright spots for me in this episode as partner in Houlahan, yes. um, reminds me of the Annie Shirley pairing a little bit of the, of the, what is it? Law and Order episode, like mm. ever so slightly kind of similar with that. Um, but we have uh, Britta helping Shirley shoot footage at Shirley's sandwiches, and of course, Britta pulls a Britta and leaves, and accidentally turns the camera off when she should be recording.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> we find out Shirley saying, and she told a story when she, about her being dead for three minutes.
3: <laughs> this killed me this i i thought was so funny and she's like mm-hmm.
0: three whole minutes i was gone <laughs> was like,
3: the delivery of that as they're walking away uh was probably the biggest laugh that i had today across the two episodes of community so that'll be really reflected weird. in my meow meows for sure
0: yeah this was this was good uh pierce i mean all i really need to say about pierce is that he's like so So racist this episode (sighs) It's unbearable I didn't write down any of it because honestly there's no reason We need to repeat anything he says but it is also very awful and i feel like four seasons in they should really know that this isn't funny anymore. Well,
3: it was it was never funny and like yeah. i i like i again like this is another thing where like for me the strength of community is the is the actors and their embodiments of the characters because i've not always loved the writing choices to be totally honest with you and like the continue use like Even if it's like, let's give Chevy Chase the absolute worst shit to do and make him look awful because he's a nightmare to work with is not the right approach. Uh, And I think Mm -hmm. that that felt that's what it's felt like to me in watching Pierce through so much of the show. So here, like the new people in charge of community are seemingly like, well, we're just trying to advance the ball on the things that are already on the field. So they just go into like this full on, like all the way down the bottom of the well of the racism stuff for Pierce. God, I hope that this is the bottom of the well for Pierce as far as the racism. I know he's not going to be on the show for too much longer. Thank God. Um, But it is, it is atrocious. It is, it is like there is literally nothing about this that works uh, and is in fact, just like outstandingly, horrifically offensive. And the Pierce component of this episode is among my very, very, very least favorite things I've seen across all of community.
2: And it's just so unnecessary, especially for new showrunners to come in and try to reset some characters and try to treat characters in a new way for them to double down into the worst instincts of the first three seasons of community and how they used Pierce to, to just scrape the bottom of the barrel, as you said, and have this horrific, horrific hand puppet show that we're not going to describe with Pierce is just, like, some of the worst stuff that I've seen on this show and reminds me why, like, like it makes me think, oh, maybe I was right to have never checked out this show. Right, like, that's yeah. the That's the thing i've it's had like, i've
3: had a few of those moments yeah. uh watching the show uh yeah. you know in like outside of season four to be totally honest where like mm-hmm. sometimes they do stuff with pierce that's just like really this is the show that everyone talks about how much yeah. they love yeah. like there's exactly. there's some stuff with him that's just like so so bad that it's offset by how much uh the other things that do work on the show really really work i think mm-hmm. um but but here like this is so this is so bad that I like to imagine just that this was the moment that the people making community this season were fired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no, yeah, they're like, no, no, this is too this far. We've gone too far. No, I really wish someone work. would
0: just like re-edit the show and like take the racist peer stuff out of all of it. And then, like, re-release it without it? Because none of us need this. It's just, like, again, it's, it's just... a the historical
3: to, like, document of the show, though. You know, like, this I, is baked into the show. This know, is not it's just... new. It's just, like, it's, like, un- unspeakably bad. But it's yeah. not new. It's yeah. not new. This has been part of the show from the very beginning. Well,
2: yeah. and this is the other thing is that it's not even the only racist, terrible thing in the episode. Right. I mean, we have the freaking. Mm farmer who's a racist human trafficker. Right. I yeah. mean the farmer. Yeah. They, they they doubled down on their double down yeah. of their yeah. racism. And it's so bad.
3: It's yeah. That is somewhat rescued by the idea of partner in Houlihan for me. Yeah, a
2: little, not yes. not a little bit. Yeah, so they go
0: to this trout farm to get information <laughs> yeah. on Chang because that's where he was first, like, found as Kevin. Yeah. And the entire time, Troy is like, oh, I have to disagree with Annie, with everything Annie mm-hmm. says because one partner always has to disagree with the other. And he always does these, like, looks to the camera, which is really funny. Um, and so they question the guy. He found Chang. Uh, and he's like, something was wrong about the trout farm. It smelled fishy. Um, and we find out he used Chang as unpaid labor and his dog's name is Kevin. Uh, and Troy says he had lots of pets that were older than him named Troy. Mm-hmm. Which is so
2: sad. <laughs>
0: um and uh jeff reviews the tapes to try to and he's like i need to find what chang is up to something and we find out that chang uses the phone to try and call his ex-wife and they got it on camera when they were taping shirley sandwiches mm-hmm. um and so they do this whole presentation to get this grant and jeff brings his ex-wife to the stage And we see the video of Chang typing her number in over and over again. And Jeff's like, "Admit you're lying. You know her phone number. And he's like, I found the number in the vents. And so Jeff cannot stand it anymore. He does something awful. And he grabs Chang's wife and kisses her. Everyone gets super pissed off at Jeff. Uh, They do end up getting the money for the grant. And so Jeff is now sitting alone in the cafeteria. And Chang joins him. He says, I want a fresh, hi, my name is Kevin. And Jeff's like, you know what? I still don't believe you, but I understand you wanting to leave this all in the past. So he like shakes his hand.
3: They do the crane shot, Mm. which is, uh, you know, emotionally manipulative.
0: Yeah. Mm. And Abed shows everyone the documentary.
3: Yeah. And they're like, oh, this is great. And, uh, you know, Jeff apologizes and Chang says, it's already forgotten. Everyone has a big laugh. I also laughed. (laughs) Thought that was cute. We're still Mm. doing okay, at least in this part. And then, Brendan, the end credits. It's, it's
2: just Chang. It's He's so been Chang.
3: Behind. It was Chang all along.
2: It's so streets behind. It's like, I want, I would have respected it more if this was like the anti-penultimate episode of the season. But at this point, after like, if you're going to commit to the bit, commit to the bit of the Kevin bit for the entire season and then pull the rug out. Don't or at the, at the very least, or, have this be in the episode.
3: You right, have like it be in the episode. Yeah, you know, script, the, like, yeah. this is a misunderstanding of the format of the show. This I think is that's fair too. Anytime yeah. they do the end credits as we're like they're not a supposed
2: think... to be essential to the plot. Yeah. 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 Like mm-hmm. every time
3: that they've done that, it has felt like a miss. And so this mm-hmm. is like an apocalyptic miss. Uh, I think you're right that like save the Kevin Reveal towards deeper into the season if that's what we're gonna do. But also, mm-hmm. Jess, even without knowing what the what what's going on here. It just already feels like this is this was like the easiest route was that he is just faking it is like the right. least creative solution to what's the lowest chain possible. It?
0: Yeah. yeah. This really is, this disappointing sucks. really disappointing because like the terrible. world where he
3: was just kevin and like authentically believed it there is a lot to explore there and like the the like the world where like maybe mm. like kevin has to make some kind of sacrifice to return to being chang in order for like the greater good like there are things to do here that are just being destroyed for the lowest comedy yeah comedy.
0: i think Absolutely. but i i think you have to go one way or the other in my opinion you either have to he is kevin and smacked his head and forgot he was Chang or whatever or I think you reveal it now that he actually is Chang. I don't, I wouldn't like if they let this go on all season long because then we just get more content of it. Granted, you know, I'm not going to say anything about like what happens later this season with Chang, but like, I'm just saying that there's just like, I, I don't I just wish they had never done it to begin with. Sure. Like, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's the main thing for me. Obviously, it's a Chang thing, but it's also, it's just like so much Chang. And like the fact that, again, this group, uh, I give them slightly the benefit of the doubt in terms of like, they are so soft on Pierce, right? Like realistically, no one would be hanging out with Pierce by this point. But like mm-hmm. the fact that they all just believe Chang is so impossible to believe. Like right. it is so insanely impossible to believe that they are all so willing to just go along with this surely at least is like oh Chang is Chang but he's a good
3: worker at least but it's because Chang is doing like a superhuman like like an absurdly overly competent job of being Kevin which Mm -hmm. itself Brendan is out of character for Chang I feel like for him to be this exceptional at, at like a subtle art like a subtle con that's not Chang
2: at all Yeah, that's the other thing is that I would buy this if it was any other character than the Chang we saw in season three because he's never been this good at acting or pretending anything in his life. Yeah, right. We've seen, I mean, he's always very emotional, very reactive. So it it almost works better if he really was Kevin, at least for a little bit. And maybe they don't turn out he was you know maybe we'll get more information on this whole storyline and maybe he was kevin for a short time but like extend this out like it's not if you're gonna do this because it is a very like trope, <laughs> like yeah. trophy storyline mm-hmm. but if you're gonna lean into the trope lean into the trope but do it over a longer pretend you know period of time he did pretend to be a Scottish professor touche
3: According to yeah. Will, but He yes. was
0: terrible at it. He didn't
2: know
3: yeah. Spanish. It's a, it's, it's a good joke. It's a good joke. Very good joke from Will. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I all bring of us were behind on sometime. this, uh, on
0: yeah. this end, end credit scene. Spectacularly it's not good. behind. Very Yeah, bad. it defeats the Very purpose bad. of everything. Yeah.
3: All right. Well, so that's the episode. Thank you for yada yadaing ing through it. Yeah. it sucked. Yeah. Uh, let's do some feedback. Then we'll do all of the scores as well. Uh, first feedback from episode five. This is from Jank, who said that initially I absolutely despised this episode when it first aired, but it's been the only season four episode that's grown on me on rewatches. It sucks that Harmon didn't get to tell the story of Jeff meeting his father, but the writers honestly gave a really good effort. Britta's role in it feels truer to her character than a lot of the character beats in season four. It helps to have an actual new scenario for Jeff and Britta to act in rather than just pale imitations, which make up most of season season four's episodes like Abed in this episode. And Adam Devine does bring in some comic relief as Jeff's half-brother. I think Jank is representing where uh, Mm -hmm. it seems like the three of us are are mostly in that that place. Mm -hmm. Jess, is this your favorite season four episode or uh, close to
0: um, one of, there are okay. two, um, in my mind that are the best and like most, like most okay episodes in the yeah. season. It's this one and it's one other one. Okay. I, we haven't, since we haven't done the other one yet, that's hard. Sure. I can't say which one I like Great. more yet.
3: Cool. Cool. Um, uh, moving on to episode six from Eric. I'm trying to think of something positive to say, but I must've gotten Changnesia. <laughs> uh, Eric says, seriously though, while there are a couple of decent jokes, there aren't enough laughs and the format is unoriginal and less effective than last time. Yup.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: correct is it Uh,
2: it too late for eric or Aric jokes was that eric or uh, yeah (laughs) eric sorry yes yeah
3: yes uh riley says i freaking hate this episode Mm. the entire premise of the episode feels like retreading on previous ground in a way that feels lazy previously when community does a concept homage type for the second time it's because they still have more interesting things to do with the concept and homage a different way to do it Or the story would benefit from doing this format. For instance, an action movie paintball becomes a Western and Star Wars paintball, etc. But this episode feels like the writers went, well, we need to do something with Kevin. And we need a concept episode. So we feel like it's community. Let's do a documentary again with Kevin. It's just lazy. Um, Yep. All all of that tracks, I think. I think this is like
0: where I, this is Riley's commentary here is how I (laughs) feel about the most of season four in that it feels like a pale imitation of what communities should be. It feels like they're like, we should do a genre episode. We should do homages. We should do this and that. And it doesn't really feel like, in my opinion, it's like the story always came first and then they mm. would like figure out the genre to go around that. Yeah. And in this situation, it feels like they're like, I want to do a genre episode. Okay. How can we make that happen? And they're like, this is, uh, they've had, I mean for the better or for worse they have three other seasons to look at for like how to do this but because they're not Dan Harmon it just doesn't quite feel right, right. and the, at the mm-hmm. very least we have these actors who very like know their characters in and out by now and they tend to like hold up this season in my opinion on their backs more than anything else but I, I cannot uh 100 emoji Riley it's <laughs> <seasons laughs> sure. more <laughs> um, in that it, it does feel lazy. It does feel like they're like, oh great, another documentary episode. And yeah. it just doesn't feel right.
3: Yeah, I know that yeah. um I didn't get as much of a hate into the Doctor Who convention episode as as everybody else has has given. I think for me until this moment, it it has felt like uh okay, through five episodes of season four, it's a pale limitation, but like, okay, mm-hmm. they're trying and they've got a hard job but it's mostly harmless, I think, was sort of the the thing. It's harmless and it's harmless. (laughs) Uh, And then in (laughs) episode six, it now is like, this is harmful like i'm mm. feeling i feel harmed i
0: feel attacked it. that was
3: <laughs> that was my threshold it took me until episode 6 to finally feel yeah. attacked and i felt like aggressively attacked by this episode
0: and i think josh i think cuz when we back back in the day back in my day um when we did the patron only podcast like i showed you one episode of season 4 and you were like mm. oh this is all right but i think it's like it takes you having seen like what community actually is and like a lot of it. Yeah I
3: got beaten down
0: (laughs) Yeah and then a lot of season four that it really does it takes it takes a minute to understand like why this is not just just not there it's just not it
3: yeah yeah and it took a Chang episode which was maybe a big surprise yeah. uh, mm-hmm. but that's the one that did it for me yeah Riley
0: says yeah. you got your glass shattering episode which is fair like everyone has one and this was yours this is
3: mine for sure yeah. um, I think
0: most mo- for most people I think it was episode three convention yeah I get some it time. I
3: get it uh, so, it wasn't yeah. for me I didn't hate it as much but that's uh, apparently because of my unique relationship with Dylan and Kelly um, okay let's do the meow meow beans here for episode five I will kick us off um, a bagel for Dean, as I mentioned, because I didn't like uh, the the stalkery stuff. I don't find it funny anymore. And as long as that's going to be a main central beat to Dean in an episode, I'm just probably going to continue doing this. Chang isn't in it, so he gets a bagel as well. I gave Pierce a bagel in this episode, and this is even before we got into episode six. He said some racist stuff in this episode, too, that I'm not even really remembering because it's so overshadowed by what happens in episode six. That even before I watched episode six, the mood I was in was like, I'm done with it. I'm done with it mm-hmm. enough. Not even a one, not an anything. It's just like we're going for it all the way. So zero to Pierce. Um, There were funny enough moments from uh, from Annie and Troy and Abed. I thought like the Shawshank stuff was like close enough that I wanted to be uh, like a little bit more charitable. It's the holiday season. So I wanted to give them like a half step up from the just you're in the episode score that I normally do. So they all got threes. Then I gave Shirley a four because despite the lack of content from Shirley, I think event Nicole Brown is really good in this episode. So I gave her the four. The lack of the rest of the point is reflective of the writing of the character in this episode. Britta, I think, is super fun in this episode. I gave her a four as well. And I think I'm just not ready to give Jeff a full five in in this episode for whatever reason. But I came close. Give him a 4.5. I think maybe that half point is, uh, even if I didn't know it at the time, maybe it's reflective of uh what was like, uh, sort of like sensed from the episode that this wasn't how it was supposed to go, according to Dan Harmon. So maybe it is just like, sort of like kismet that he doesn't get the full five. But Joel McHale is very, very good with a moment that matters a lot to Jeff. And even if it wasn't what anyone intended it for it to be at the start of this thing, he sells it. So uh, those are my meow meows for this episode. Brendan, what did you do?
2: Yeah, so a uh, few things similar. Uh, so Chang is a bagel, as we said, because he's not in the episode. Uh, Pierce, I at least gave a half for the, uh, like a half of meow meow for the uh, pretending to break his hip idea, pratfall, that made me laugh at just the just the idea of that, um, that he was going to pretend to break his hip to get out of there. Um... So that was that was good for that. Uh, the dean, I did end up giving a two, because I did like his entrance in Jeff's old paintball costume, but everything else it starts to slowly decline for him from yeah. there. The more he starts talking, um, I bet Troy and Annie all got threes. Um, they were really fun while while they were there, but like I kept being disappointed by the content they were there providing just because I wanted more from Shirley who I get ended up giving a 3.5 who is really really probably deserves higher but there's just not enough for Shirley to do and it was ultimately disappointing and that's not Shirley's fault that's a fault on the writers and I hate that for her um but Jeff and Britta really knocked it out of the park for episode five for me and I gave them both a 4.5 yeah. They were far and away my my favorite storyline of the episode. Yeah,
3: yeah, for sure. Jess, what'd you do with your meow, meow beans?
2: Yes.
0: So all the way at the bottom, Chang and Pierce, zeros. Mm. Enough said on them. <laughs> uh, Dean, I gave it two and a half. I'm fairly certain it was because of his outfit mm. and some of the jokes he said. He was like kind of average for me, which this is like a low Dean score for me. Usually he's very high up there um i gave annie and abed threes again they're like serviceable they're there they're doing it um i gave troy and britta three and a halves because i felt like they were a little bit of a step up from the others and then jeff and shirley both get fours um jeff i think like has a lot of growth in this episode it's again it's not quite it's not quite there, but, like, it's really good Jeff stuff. Yeah. And Shirley gets a four because she, like, seriously, if I don't go Brown, like, I don't understand how you could be on screen for, like, two minutes and kill me every single time you speak. Like, it is so, Shirley is so underutilized since, what, like, season one, it feels like. she Like, she's just not been used in the capacity that yeah. I'd like to see her used. Um, but that being said, it's, you know, the times that she is on screen, she is totally killing me. So mm-hmm. uh, they got fours. Um, and that's, those are my meow meows.
3: All right. Dean's list points. There's not a ton of places to go here, probably in this episode. So I think we, we, it seems like we all stayed within the winger family. Uh, Jess, you gave it to Willie jr. As did I yeah. and Fitzy, you gave it to Jeff's dad. You gave it to James Brolin.
2: Yeah. His father. Yeah, I I think part of it is that I didn't come into it with any expectation of who Jeff's dad was going to turn out to be. And I think part of it also is that, like, I expected it to be a bigger, like, joke about who answered the door because How I Met Your Mother did a similar thing with Barney's dad. And, like, it being, spoiler alert for How I Met Your Mother, uh, Bob Barker. Okay. And so, like, I, I was expecting... And so when it, like, actually was like a genuine actor in James Brolin instead of like a joke answer. I, I really, really appreciated that. And I really, really liked the scenes that he had with Jeff. So I, I wanted to throw a bone to James Brolin.
3: Yeah, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, rating the episode. I sat down and thought about it, Jess. I actually did.
2: So I've, proud of you. I've
3: had some thought. Uh, And the thought the thought that I had was, I think I gave a two eight to the inspector space time convention. Is that right? I'm pretty sure. Uh, Yes, that's correct. That 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 was the score. And I think over the course of having that conversation last week, I was like, yeah, I should have been lower. Uh, Like the bar should have been lowered a little bit. And I think in talking it through, I definitely liked the episode less. And I especially now in hindsight, feel like that score is too high, because in thinking about Mm -hmm. this one, this one was like the actual 2.8 for me. Like this episode Mm -hmm. is the one like, so while they both have the same score, this has, I'm giving it a 2.8 and I gave Inspector Space Time a 2.8. The Inspector Space Time 2.8 is some lower score. And this is like what what a a (laughs) 2.8 actually ought to be.
0: mathematicians are losing their
3: minds. I know, which is like, you know, uh, it is like a notch or two above like, full average for Mm -hmm. me um but it is it is not like a it is not a great episode of community and it is like just probably like under the thin ice of the pond of good you know it is just like pounding up at the at the ceiling like you're good break break Mm -hmm. it's not quite good but it's not bad and it is a scooch above average it's like pretty good you know is sort of how i felt about this one and i think that that is elevated by the actors for me Mm -hmm. So, a 2.8 for this episode of Community is what I ended up doing.
0: Yeah, very similar to me. I have a 2.7. I think this is like a perfectly average, slightly eh, like good episode of Community. Uh, So, I give it a 2.7. It's not that bad. Like, it doesn't offend me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I thought like both storylines had some good stuff um and so it's mostly brought down by the fact that like i said um would have loved to see bill murray as jeff's dad would love to see what dan Harmon could have done with it again hard to blame the show for that but i can i do what i want so 2.7 sure
2: sure. yeah it it was a 2.4 for me which is slightly above average on the uh four cool system but the more that we talk about it and in context of the second episode we had to talk about today i also kind of want to give it higher but I'll stick with the 2.4. And if I want to adjust my score later, I'll let Jess know. Yeah. Sounds like I'll, I'll stick audience with the 2.4. Audience is uh, right there yeah. with
0: us. We were all like in lockstep here. 2.51 yeah. from the audience, which is going to bring this one to a 2.6. Okay, that is great. that
3: the is that the high point of season four? It is so tied
0: far? for first place with the Halloween episode. Parent Got it.
3: Okay, Parented, cool. Which is
0: sad that that is the I know the highest, know. but you know that's where we are right now. All
3: right, let's shift over to episode six and do the meow meow beans. I'll actually I'll go uh, high to low here. How about that? Because uh, I think that's more the story of my meow meow beans. So on the high end, Shirley is the leader. Uh, she gets four points from me. Three whole minutes I was gone. I don't know why I laughed so hard and I needed that laugh really badly today. So uh, she'll she'll be the reigning champion. For me, like, this was such a strange Meow Meow Beans episode because it ends so poorly, this episode – That it like impacted things for me. There was like a huge sort of like crater impact that occurred as a result of the ending of the episode that shook up a lot. I think Troy and Annie are the least changed for me. Uh, They probably were always getting the three that I gave to Troy and Annie because of Houlihan and partner. I thought that that was pretty fun. Jeff probably ends really, really low for me. If it didn't turn out that he was right about Chang and because he's right about Chang, he gets three meow meow beans. Good job, Jeff, bad job on everything else, but you did good here. This may come as a surprise that I am as high on Chang in this episode as I Mm -hmm. end up being, but I give him a three. He may have gotten much higher if not for the stupid trash ending of this episode. Um, But a couple of things get him into the three zone, despite how much I loathe this episode. The things that get him through are Ken Jong is great. And I'm not going to hear an argument against it. I really just won't. I'll take, I'll take the headphones off. I'll throw them across the room. I'll leave. <laughs> uh, but I think that he's really funny as Kevin. I really do. I think that he does a really great job playing that version of the character. And I'm like, really i'm like mourning the death of that having not ever really existed at all is really bumming me out and just makes me feel really mad at the writing of this episode the other piece of it though and brendan this is familiar territory for you as part Mm -hmm. of the down the hatch team he's very very good at being bad huh Mm -hmm. turns out Chang snowed them all everybody Mm -hmm. except jeff got every last one of them convinced them all he's kevin he did a good job so Benjamin
2: uh, Chang Linus he you know what
3: <laughs> he did he did a good job there so yeah. I gave him three I gave him three so I landed with Chang uh is the you were there score uh mm. goes to Dean goes to Britta they were involved in the episode they were here a two to Abed I gave Abed a two Because he is the avatar for this being a retread of the documentary episode and it's sucking. So he's shouldering some of the hate that I'm getting into the writing of this episode. Which brings us to Pierce. And I'm going to break the Meow Meow Beans and I'm going to take no questions. Negative five Meow Meow Beans to Pierce and that's it. Those are my Meow Meow Beans. That's it. Done. No No further comments. That's all I've got. Brendan Fitzpatrick. Uh,
2: I don't know why the Brita the Brita bit um, at the beginning of the documentary where she's wearing the glasses and she's arguing with the actual doctor just killed me. And instantly I put her down as a 4.5 and she never really went down from that for me. I don't know why back to back episodes where Brita is insisting that she's a therapist. Just, I, I love her to death. And I think that even if it was just one or two Really great lines from her. She was perfect. She's perfect in it. Um, Jeff, I gave a 3.5. Troy and Annie are both fours. I really liked Partner and Houlihan. Uh, I'm going to agree with you on the Abed of it all. Abed ended up a 3 for me because of just the failure of the documentary. Even though I enjoyed parts of the actual way they staged the documentary in the episode... Abed didn't really help that along in any way, mm-hmm. shape, or form with his actions throughout the episode. Uh, Shirley's a 3.5 just for the sandwiches. Shirley sandwiches scene we discussed. Uh, Chang, also, I'm right with you, Josh. I gave him a 3.5, and he would have been higher without the ending of the episode. I know. Because I I also, like, I, I, I had a really good time with him throughout this episode. Um, I ended up giving a 2- and then Pierce, I give a zero because I don't know if I'm allowed to give him negative, but it's a zero. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Those are my beans.
0: Um. Yeah. I'll go uh, bottom to top. Yeah. Pierce zero. Uh, I wrote in my notes. If I could negate points, I would. Um. It'll it'll break my brain to give him negative. I know. I'm just it gonna would. Give him zero. It's fine. Um, Chang, I'm exercising
3: I, my right to do whatever the hell you, I want. You do
0: whatever you want. It is reflected yeah. in the document. Yeah. Um, I give Chang a zero. I hate Changnesia. I cannot be convinced to give him more than zero because I absolutely mm. despise this storyline. It's actively awful, and I hate it.
3: I will. I will spend no energy fighting you on yeah, this. Good. Yeah,
0: good. Uh, Dean gets a one and a half from me. He's like, you know, whatever. He's again, like, you're ruining Dean for me. Like, that's where we are. Um, Abed and Britta both got twos. Again, like you both said, like Abed is like the face behind the camera of this documentary. Britta, like, doesn't do it. Done. like she has that like one scene which is pretty funny but like beyond that not really there Shirley gets a three and a half I do love the three whole minutes Britta Mm -hmm. I was dead um is really good but like beyond that again she doesn't have a ton to do partner in hoolahan killed me their jump high fives are adorable Mm -hmm. um they both got four and a halves from me I nearly gave Jeff a five a full five meow meow beans just because he called Ching (laughs) out on his nonsense and then he like had to kiss Chang's wife and just grab. So, like, he lost a half a point for me for that. But otherwise, he was going to get the full five just because I hate chang that much. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Jeff is now taking the lead over Annie by just a half of Meow Meow. Um, and Chang is um, up over. Chang is not the lowest on the-, on the hierarchy anymore in the rankings. He is now Ooh. above Pierce. Um, and yeah, other than that, not, not too much movement here, but we still have Jeff and Annie leading the pack with Troy and Britta tied for third.
3: Yeah. So we've got, we've got Jeff and Annie at the top. Then it's close with Troy and Britta and Shirley is right in there as well for the top five. The top five is all in the fifties. And then Abed is at 41 at six Abed's out of it more or less it seems like at this point are you surprised by this brendan that abed is faring so poorly here in season four or does it make sense that he would be it, sort of like the poster child of like if this thing is going wrong you see it in abed
2: exactly yeah i think that's the point is that abed is always the fan favorite character and when he stops being the fan favorite character and stops being the heart of the show which i feel like has happened this season then it's really well demonstrated in the, in the male yeah. male character writing points. Like you can tell. Yep. That, on
3: the, yeah. On yeah on the on the plus side, uh, Brendan Garrett is very funny in this episode and is it's a pretty fantastic. easy Dean's list pick.
2: Yeah. Um. I I thought about trying to make a case for giving it to uh, the actual documentary camera and how it's used and positioned in the Shirley sandwiches. The scene. crane shot. Yeah. Yeah, and then also the the freaking MacGuffin Institute t-shirt just killed me because like it's such a movie thing like you guys are familiar with what a MacGuffin is right? Yes of course yeah yeah. uh, yeah. so the MacGuffin is something inserted into the plot to move the plot plot along and so that was such a totally knew that so such a great um, such a great like because it's Chang's Chang's Amnesia is the MacGuffin so it's such a great like movie like a meta joke for them to make with the t-shirt that I almost gave it to the t-shirt as well. But I knew that Jess would kill me. So yeah, it's, <laughs> it's Garrett with the camera. So yeah. yeah, it's brilliant.
3: Yeah. Clean sweep for Garrett and the Dean's yeah. list this week, I think is uh one silver lining from yeah,
0: he's in the lead
3: episode um i didn't give a flat zero for this episode of the show um i think it actually probably was going to be in like the low twos for me for a time um and it had like been brought really low by how awful the pierce stuff was and Mm -hmm. then the final scene of the episode that says that chang is chang all along and like the fact that even like He's like openly admitting this in the hallway in the school mm-hmm. where anyone could see it and anyone can hear him laughing. So that's bad at being bad. In mm. fact, um, like the whole presentation of it was bad. All of it was bad. And you should feel bad for having done this. People who are uh, in charge of season four of community. So I gave it a one a single point and I think half of it is because I like Ken Jong, and I thought that he did a great job until he was forced to be bad at being uh Mm -hmm. uh, Kevin and Chang and all that and I also gave a half point I think for the Shirley line that made me laugh really Mm -hmm. loud um that's it this is I can't think of an episode off the top of my head that is like as memorably unenjoyable in the long haul. I'm offended by this episode. I hate it. I don't mm-hmm. like it. I actually am thinking about going lower, but let's just stay with the one for now.
0: Yeah. I gave it a point 0.6. Um, I don't like this episode. I actively Bad. dislike it. The mm-hmm. only th- reason it has even any points at all is because of Shirley's line. And because I like partner in and Houlihan. <laughs> then those are the only reasons. So point 0.6 for me.
2: Yeah, and I'm I'm 1.5, so I'm slightly higher than y'all. But I mean, again, that's just like because I'm a notoriously like high grader. Yeah. Um, you can tell that from my uh from my down the half scores as well. Like I I'm much more of like a favorable grader. Like I hate giving zeros, I hate giving ones. Um, especially like if you listen to the Movie Ladder Podcast, it's very rare for me to give something lower than like a two and a half. Well, um, very, very rare. But this was overall unenjoyable. But there were things about it that we re- that you know, as we talked about, that I really really liked. Um, but just could have done been done so much freaking better across the board. Yeah. Um, it's a one and a half. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So uh, audience was closer to Fitzy with a one point six four, bringing this down to the. Bare bottom of the rankings. The bare 1.
3: bottom. Wow, the pants are off. The
0: pants are off. 1.19 is wow. where this one stands, all the way at the bottom.
3: A nude bottom for mm-hmm. advanced. Also, fun fact,
0: uh, as Riley points out in the chat, the behind the scenes of Chevy Chase in this episode are the reasons he gets fired from community. Whoa,
3: mode. wait, oh. what is that all about?
0: So he uh, he was really upset with how his character was being portrayed, um, yeah. unsurprisingly. And he, uh, from what I've understand, he had made some uh, racially uh, racial slurs, not necessarily thrown at anyone in particular, but uh, definitely not great towards Donald Glover and Yvette Nicole Brown. And uh that uh, led to his being fired from the show.
3: You know, it's funny because you were saying that he didn't like his portrayal and the episode yeah. and, had, and there was like a moment where it's like, oh maybe I'll give him a negative four. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you, gave him like a,
3: yeah you gave him like now a now. I
0: want to give him a negative ten. Yeah. Yeah. No, he sucks. And this Ugh. is that's what that's what happens when you're a terrible Trash. person. Trash,
3: bad. So there stuff. you go. Not good. Um all right, we have a new bare bottom here uh, of the Community Season 4 episodes. Do you think it'll stay here, Jess?
0: Um, Tough to say. I'm going to really be hard on puppets. Sure.
3: Yeah, I think I'll probably <laughs> be less hard on puppets. Yeah, it,
0: to be honest, I think this is probably going to be the worst. Um, But we'll see. You never Got know. It.
3: All right. Brendan, sorry to bring you in for the worst episode of Community.
2: <laughs> I still had a lot of didn't we have a good time on the the podcast though it's okay we're having a good time
3: yeah this is fun yeah yeah (laughs) i'm having
2: fun brendan
3: where can people have fun with you on the internet give Uh, plugs tell us all the things
2: for now you can still find me on twitter and instagram at fitzy Brennan and at ladder movie on both platforms uh you can find me weekly talking movies with zach brooks on the movie ladder podcast we just released our episode on the worst person in the world uh the 2021 uh norwegian film and next week we're going to be doing it's a wonderful life which i'm really excited about um it's a rewatch for both of us we've obviously both seen it a million times uh really excited, so follow me there. You can also check out my Andor coverage on Post Show Recaps. Uh, Josh and Mike uh, took over for myself and Latanya this week, which is awesome. But if you want to catch up on Andor, I'm there for 12 episodes. Actually, 11 out of 12 episodes of Andor coverage over at Post Show Recaps. So that's been a lot of fun.
3: You can also interact with <laughs> Brendan on Twitter at Post Show Recaps. Oh. Brendan is the man behind the handle at post show recap. So go say hi, go say hi hi to Brendan. Hi. I like to say
2: hi to people when they tweet directly at me. Yes. So yeah, I
3: like it. Jess, where are you on the internet? What do you got going on? Tell us everything.
2: You can listen to me
0: covering mythic quest with Adam H season three has been really good. I highly recommend that show. It's a very quick binge um and then of course as always shit 90 shows taught me we are like so close to wrapping up boy meets world it's killing my heart a little bit but that's okay because we have christmas content on the way and that will cheer everyone up
3: that was a great garrett impression you just did
2: <laughs> crisis <laughs> alert mm-hmm. um, alert!
0: <laughs> so uh join us at shit 90s pod twitter and instagram i am at the just sterling but of course the number one place you can find me is in the pusher recaps Patreon discord pusher slash patreon you so it makes it great Holiday gifts. Yes, yeah, sure does. Gifts of a community.
3: Yes, yes. We would love for you to join us Patreon.com slash post show recaps, especially if you're enjoying community building. This is the place to enjoy it with your fellow community building fans and friends. Here on post show recaps. It's patreon.com slash post show recaps. I'm at round Howard, wherever you can find me on the aforementioned and or podcast this week. I was on with Rob on our weekly talk show here on post show recaps, where we talked about James Corden's mammals, which was a ridiculous show that we had a lot of fun talking about. Plus other headlines in the TV and movie space. And so much more. I was on the white Lotus feedback show this past week. And there's some fun stuff that I recorded this week that I can't tell you about yet. But it's just around the corner so you can keep an eye out. We've got a fun new month-long December podcast series that's happening on Post Show Recaps that I'm a participant in. Uh, and everybody on this panel as well will be participating at some point in time too. So really fun stuff. It's going to be a great time, a great way to close out the year. So make sure you're subscribed to Post Recaps to get all of that and more. Next week, Jess, do my eyes deceive me or is our guest... A call from inside the house. <laughs>
0: the call is in from inside the house, which is kind of funny because uh when I talked to this person, I was like, oh, you haven't been on since season one. Okay, maybe you should come back on. Um, we're gonna be chatting economics of marine biology and history of dance with the one the only. My husband, Will, he's going to come
3: I'm thrilled to have Will on here because I feel like I have no one else who I am in greater solidarity in triggering Jess on a podcast with than Will. I feel like mm. he is a great ally in that effort mm. and it's going to be a fun <laughs> time. Uh, I also feel like Will has, a, I would guess, spicy takes about season four would be definitely especially
0: one of these two episodes i know he particularly really enjoys great
3: cannot wait to talk to Mm -hmm. will on the podcast next week that's gonna be super fun we hope you enjoyed the podcast this week brendan thank you again this was so much fun it was so much fun fun. we had a great time we had a great (laughs) time folks all right that's it that's the show this week Corey b put us out of our misery
1: crisis
2: alert to it each week
1: let's get through the
3: worst
2: is starting to leave. <laughs> Wiggler and
1: Jazz carrying on. Meet up to Passerfield, Greendale when the showrunner's gone.